It's episode 32 of The Platformers. I'm your host, Brian Barnett. Oh, hello there. I didn't see you. I'm Chris Shriver. And I'm Martin Glossy. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't even try. Come on, Marty. Come on. You got to play the game. I, I blanked. I'm sorry. I shouldn't be here. Comedy, comedy is all about yes anding. <laughs> we got we to gotta get better at that. It just sounds right. like a bunch of one-upping, which I'm a fan of. Yeah, of course. Let's talk uh, about this, your story, Brian, and how terrible did <laughs> This, of course, is a video games and culture podcast. We're just a couple of your friends that get together every week to talk about what is good in the world of video games, culture at large, and of course, inevitably devolve into random tangents. This week, we are going to be talking about Neo. We're going to be talking about Hatsune Miku Project Diva X, <laughs> Nintendo Switch, and, uh, hold on, I see a, mo- a note here from Marty. Uh, we're going to be talking about Dick Physics the Game? Yeah, it's a working title, I hear. Okay, um, fantastic. You can also call it Endowment Slider the Game. but uh, Oh, okay. I Steam Early Access. Physics. Dick, Dick uh, Physics works a little better. S- Swanging Ding, I think is what I would call it. That's my character's that's a, that's, name. That's, that's, oh, fantastic, <laughs> fantastic. Anyway, <laughs> let's get it started the way that we always do on the platformers and kick it over to Chris Shriver. What have you been up to this week, Chris? I'm going to save the best for last. So I've been playing more Birth by Sleep, uh, Fragmentary okay. Passage. Um, I've come to the conclusion that if you're going to do the boss rush mode I talked about last week, that you need to be at level 80. Otherwise, you will get spanked really, really hard, like I have been. Oof. So <laughs> in like little hour increments, I'll like level grind this one area um, while listening to a podcast. And when the podcast is over, I go, okay, I'm done. And then I move on with my life and I play something else or I go do something else. So wow. I'm working through that. Um, now, in Fragmentary Passage, you play as Aqua from Birth by Sleep the whole time, correct? You do. Okay. Yeah, there are no other characters. Um, and there's no it, dropping. So there's, there's no drop physics. Or not physics, but you know what I mean. Drop. What do you mean? Yeah, yeah mechanic. Mechanic. Drop the, the one from. Uh, from Dream Drop Distance, there's yeah. a... There's oh. a for, for the uninitiated, what happens in Dream Drop Distance is Sora is in one, like, You world. just said uninitiated, and then you followed it up by Sora is in a world? I... So Sora... In Kingdom the Hearts, main... the main character is Sora. Oh, okay, cool. And a co-character, if you will, or secondary character, is Riku. He, one of them oh, is in Riku. the rival. I've heard yeah. Riku. Yeah. Yeah, he's the rival. So one of them is in, like, one world uh-huh. universe thing. Yeah. Um, the other is in another and they run Which one has Mickey Mouse in it? What do you they mean? Both do. They oh, both do. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, obviously. Obviously. The, uh, sorry, stupid question. Anyway. <laughs> Go and ahead. Keep what going. ends up happening is you'll play as Sora, but you're given an allotted amount of time to play as that character and they do what they call drop, which means you'll be in the mid- you can be in the middle of fighting a boss and the game will just shut off the and your PS4 will catch on fire. Now, um, the the character <laughs> oh drops, God. and then you switch to the opposing character. Um, in their universe, in in their own universe, um, and they're doing their own thing. Whether do you like, start they can be at different levels, and what's that? Do you start where they where you left off last time? Um, so, like, if I'm in Traverse Town with Sora, but I'm at Tron with Riku. When I drop again as Riku, I end up in Traverse Town as Sora. So, but like if you're yeah, in the middle of you left it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But if um, you're in the middle of a boss battle, do you go back to that boss battle? Yeah, you go back to that boss battle and you start that's, from the beginning. Oh, that sucks. But yeah, that's kind of a cool mechanic. I mean, I don't know. What what frustrates me about it is, and I don't want to get too in the weeds about Dream Drop. I haven't even played it this week. Um, it's just like you play the same thing twice a lot of the time. Ah. So it's like, oh, I just ran through this section. Now I'm going to run through it again with the different Is it at least avatar, different if you in will. the world? Um, the story's different, but, like, you're still... It's Kingdom Hearts. What about like, the world? World. No, the world's the same. That sucks. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Yeah, it's a little it's a little weak. It's my, but my, do, my least like favorite the, Kingdom Hearts. I like the timed mechanic. It's almost like a Majora's Mask a little... It, it has that vibe for sure, but, like... It's kind of cool. I don't know. Also, uh, although it is on PS4 now, the game originally came out on 3DS, so that's probably why they reuse environments, because those cards don't really hold a whole Right. Thing. Like, I get why they did it, but it still doesn't make it as Feel fun right. as yeah, that doesn't Kingdom make Hearts good. 1 or 2. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of that in 3... There's, There's a, a lot, lot of what? that in 358 over two days as well. Yeah, yeah. Going back to the same place over and over again. Yeah, absolutely. Like that, yeah. But I mean, at Which least stinks, in that, it, it kind of makes sense because of like what happens because in of that the story. story. But yeah. And I mean, you can make that argument for this one, but I just don't think it's. Well, and that's fun. all writing. Like, they don't have to write it that way. They can right. have written the story to be different, but they didn't. They wrote it to be this way. So I mean, who knows what came first, the gameplay conceit or the story? That. Yeah. Tetsuya Nomura. He's a crafty one, let me tell you. But but, yeah, but I will tell you, I like a lot of what he does. So <laughs> I do too. Like, the yeah. so one of the things I've always wanted, um, he made a line of Batman like artwork or statues or whatever. Oh my god! If you've never those... seen this, look this up. And he also, I think he also did Star Wars. I think Pants is yes. with that. Um, yes. But dude, oh, where they were like super Capcom-y or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. They're, like they're was, so oh awesome looking. The Batman yeah. one is so legit. I've always wanted Tetsuya that statue. Nomura is like the greatest character designer of all time. Like it's just that. outrageous. He's very good. All His time. His stuff is freaking so cool. It is very cool. I don't know if I can name another character designer, but dude, he did he did a take. <laughs> I mean, all of Marvel. Like, he did a take on Iron Man. <laughs> he did a take on Batman. He did a take on, like, so many cool things. He does a very good job oh at, like, God. putting his own spin on Go look those up right now. Yeah. And then come back. So, uh, so what else? So, I've also been playing... God, I keep looking at where it says Marty's dick or whatever. <laughs> Marty's note, dick it physics doesn't, the game. It doesn't say that. That is... Yeah. It, it, you are wildly inappropriate, Chris. Look, wildly. man, maybe, I'm maybe just you saying. just see what you want to see, Chris. Uh, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> I wish. Um, Churlish. I tried out Res Infinite because... It's supposed to be the best VR game, and I didn't play it in VR for some reason. <laughs> no, yeah, it makes sense. So um, I only played one level of it. I was like, what's the deal with this game? Because um, I just wanted to see. Um, it's like a music game. I had no idea. Like, if, yeah. you, if you know anything about it, I don't know. But you're basically this little floating man um, in, like, a Tron-like world, and there's these things flying at you, and you have to aim at them and shoot. And um, when you fire at them, it, like does this little beat so like it i don't know it, it makes the music as you play um like so it's pretty interesting but i need to try it in vr and i meant to do it today but i didn't have enough time um so i will follow okay. up with how that is in vr next week um the final game that i played this week and i played what? a lot of it this week is hatsune miku project diva x <laughs> and let me tell you uh. <laughs> this is the best game that i didn't know i needed in a long time 
Yeah, tell me about it. Because I'm um, a large fan, huge fan so, of Japanese beat games. What? Yes, this is a very, Japan, very, very, very Japanese game. Um, the main character, Hatsune Miku, is a digital singer. And the whole thing is that you have to hit the notes in, you know, that come up on the screen um, and make her sing. Um, but it is, it's, so it's a music game. It's similar to uh, Persona 4 Dancing All Night. Another game that I loved. I platinumed it. Um, I will not be platinuming this because I think the platinum takes like 200 hours or something to get. Oh. Is yeah. It, there's like a ton of like uh, dress up stuff, right? Yeah. So like, and this is the mind blowing moment that I had. Like, I didn't know that that's what this game's whole draw was. So what happens is you're playing through the game or you're playing through a song um, kind of akin to like what you would hear in Katamari or Animal Crossing, something like that. Yeah. Um, and you'll hit a, a section where you have to hit like a certain number of notes. And after you hit all those notes, or a certain number, um, one note will come up that's a star. And if you hit that star, what happens is whatever Miku is wearing, or whoever you're playing as is wearing, will like transform, and it does this crazy like animation, and then all of a sudden they're wearing something completely different. But like that's you never know what they're going to come out in. <laughs> Um, so every time you play a song, it's like a new surprise and like oh, they're, what they're wearing. Yeah. There are like, <laughs> there are some where like it actually, there was one in particular where I was in the middle of playing and when they came out of it, they were wearing like this, like really slick bikini and like the character, like really big boobs. And I was like, Oh my God, I can't even focus. <laughs> it was just like anime Your boobs in my starts, face. Nose starts to bleed. <laughs> it was like so over the top. Um, hmm. but oh my god there's so many songs in this game and they're so much fun um, there's one that's like a take on Power Rangers and that sounds awesome like the dancing that happens in the background while you're playing this game is just so entertaining <laughs> like all of a sudden like you'll see they'll like zoom in on one character and they'll just be like shimmying and <laughs> you know it's just ridiculous like I can't wait to play more of it um, apparently there's very, another very one yeah. on um, PSN that um, is free. I think like the first two songs are free if you want to try it. So, hmm. um, and apparently it's cross. This version is crossplay with Vita, but you have to buy the Vita version. So I don't hmm. know if that's gonna happen, but I really want it to so I can play it during my lunch break. <laughs> but man, I love this game so much, and I don't even care like how shameful I should be about it because it's so fun. I play Osu. Sounds like it every day of my life so you have nothing to worry about friends <laughs> i mean mine doesn't involve dressing up a digital uh japanese uh you know, oh oh and then but and then the the appeal of the outfits is when you unlock an outfit they'll be associated with like a certain um they call them modules but it's like a certain like section um of songs mm -hmm. um so one of them is like the quirky section and then there's quirky outfits you can unlock for it but if you wear the quirky outfit during a quirky song and then quirky accessories and all this other stuff you get more of a bonus for the song that you're playing and like as you play more the bonus gets higher and the outfits get cooler and all that gotcha so that's, that's cool. kind of the main draw of the game but yeah, no, it's I also mean, just awesome japanese music it's like super <laughs> super house music -y, right it's yeah like it's like, yeah, but then it's like digital synthesized. It's like, yeah, it's like voices. It's like, 
the the first song that you play, I was like, oh my god, this is like Animal Crossing. Like it's it's like watching KK Slider on a Saturday night, um, and I didn't expect that. Like I didn't know what I was getting. I figured it was just like K-pop bands or something. Yeah. And oh my god, I'm in love with it. <laughs> like I want to play right Fantastic. now. Fantastic. You're like I'm a I'm a I'm a go. I'm a go. <laughs> I, got, I got a PlayStation game to play, man. Yeah. So anyway. Nice. That's that's your game. That game that's what I've been doing all week. I just I love this game. <laughs> nice. You're decided, nice. or should we hold off a little while for some of those other releases? What's that? I'm sorry. I said game of the year decided, or should we yeah. hold off a little bit? No, I think this is it. Nothing. It won't get any better. Man, I- bold predictions from one Christopher Shriver. <laughs> so, uh, Marty, yeah, can you tell us about Richard Physics the game? <laughs> I can. I can. It's called Conan. I think we talked about it a little bit last night. Or last week, sorry. I mean, both, yes. We yeah. talked about it last night and last week. We, we actually did. Um, it's good. It's early access. I, I played a ton of it over the week. Um, it was like my get-home-from-work kind of chill-out game. Tons of building, like, just gathering Minecraftiness. Um, the building is janky but really interesting. The, like, progression is really interesting. There's some stuff that kind of sucks about the game. Um, there's, like, kind of a pretty sharp wall where you just, like, all right, well, I have to go grind for three hours to get a level to build anything new, which kind of sucks. Like, it, it just doesn't feel like a tight progression. But, I mean, it's mm-hmm. super early, so hopefully they can tune all that. Um, there's also, like, I feel like I've seen everything at this point, and I'm not that far in. Maybe, like, 20 hours. Um, 20 hours, jeez, dude. For a survival game like this, though, it definitely feels like I'm not seeing a ton. Um, mm. So I don't know. I think there's a lot of room to grow. The world is really interesting. There's really cool, um, like, I don't know how to put it. There's there's a lot of landscape and a lot of opportunities for, like, scripted events and um, for almost, like, dungeons Um Things like that, like, we just, like, randomly will walk in, me and my friend that I've been playing with, uh, we'll just randomly, like, be walking in the desert, and then there's this giant hole that there's, like, no way that we can see to get into with, like, enemies that we've never seen before and, like, ghosts and skeletons, and we're just, like, looks crazy down there. I guess we'll come back later when we're, you know, not naked or, like, swinging a stone sword, so, um, I don't know. It feels like it's there's places to go, but it's just, like getting there isn't really like ironed yeah. out so we'll see um i probably am kind of done with the game for for now i'm not like regretting my purchase or anything i just want to let the devs kind of clean everything up build it out yeah let them work on it a little bit yeah give them maybe a month and there's just so much coming out um and that kind of brings me to my next thing is the the open beta for um for honor is coming out tomorrow came out the ninth no it comes out tomorrow the ninth on the pc the open beta comes no, out. No, it's all, it's up. I was going to mention it in the deals. Comes out tomorrow. <laughs> the the I, uh, I don't know. The pre-order is out now. Not the pre-order. Uh, the maybe that's what it is. I don't know. Yes, you can preload on. Oh, Microsoft okay. Sorry, um, I'm I'm ill-informed. You're. I'll not shut up. Okay, Chris. Thank you. Just sit back, look cute. You're doing a great job. I can do that. I can I definitely can. do that. Just so you guys know, Chris is a beautiful man. Um. Also, I think I, I can't see it's it's obfuscated. There's a word for you guys this week uh, by his mic, but I think he might be wearing like a Game Boy shirt. Oh, you're darn right, I am. Game Boy, Game Boy color shirt. Yeah. 
Oh my god, I called it. That it's a Game Boy Color beautiful. shirt. Just wait right. till I have my Firefly tattoo right here, and I'll just oh. like... I was like the most BA nerd you've ever seen. <laughs> it's a it's a blue Game Boy Color shirt, and it just looks like he is a giant Game Boy Color. It does. It's but sleeveless. it's also a sleeveless shirt, so it looks a little a little trashy. <laughs> so you know he might. He I might. am a little trashy. Yeah, yeah that's what yeah. I was getting towards. Yeah. There we go. So uh, what were we talking about? For Honor or whatever. Yeah. So Open Beta yeah. comes out February 9th through the twelfth. Uh, go pre-download it tonight. But you're not going to hear this, so maybe pre-download it the day that it's already out. Uh, but I mean, maybe if we finish early, I may, I may, uh, I may edit it and uh, just, uh, just go download put it. it up. We'll see. Are, we'll see what the heck happens. Um, <laughs> yeah, it looks really, 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 really fun. I'm excited to jump into the open beta because it's more or less a demo. Like I'll just be able to see if I'm super as into it as I want to be. Um, yeah, it looks great. It looks absolutely fantastic. So. Also, I'm going to check it out because there are yes. some uh, there are some friends that uh, I know that have been in the kind of friends and family alpha yeah. and stuff like that, and they're extremely hype on it. Good. So, uh, good, good, good. So I'm going to try it out for sure. Yes, we'll have to play tomorrow. Uh, mm-hmm. Other than that, that's kind of all I'm, I'm immediately looking forward to. Um, I don't know. I, I've been doing that that like real life video game where you like level up oh. with, with your bank account. Oh man! And then like you like have things. Is that like in Grand Theft Auto? Yeah, when I just steal cars to get to work because you I killed a hooker and took her money. Wow. Well, I don't know if I'd go that far. This is a PG show. <laughs> did you pose as a police officer I and did, blow up a yeah. bunch of cars oh, yeah. and frame all a bunch of people for murder all with your drop things. guns that you keep on you at all times? I'm not sure what a drop gun is. What does that have uh, anything it, to do with? It's like the cars? Hammer of Dawn. It is not. It is not. But although that is an excellent guess, Marty. Thank you. Uh, no, a drop gun is when a dirty cop keeps a uh, unregistered weapon uh, on them at all times so that if they want to get somebody in trouble with the law but they can't actually get any dirt on them, they just, like, knock them out, put the gun on them, and then arrest them and say that it's their weapon. Mm. It's actually pretty rampant uh, thing that has happened for a long period of time and still does to this oh, day. excellent, excellent. The more you know. I've never, uh, never held a drop gun. Had a drop gun. Oh, I just play video games. It's quite nice. So anyway, yeah, that's all I've been yeah. doing. Haven't seen any movies. Haven't watched any TV. I, uh, I all sleep right. about four hours a night. It's pretty good. Anybody Fantastic. wants to, uh, you know, play some games? That sounds. Let me know. I might not cry myself to sleep every night. That sounds extremely it's healthy awesome. and completely normal, Marty. <laughs> right. So Thank you. the time Will you guys enabled me for a little while. Sure. Thank you. Don't worry about it, man. (laughs) Hey, four hours of sleep? Oh, that's more than I get. Not really. I'm just saying that so Marty will feel better. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome, buddy. Anyway. You just wink at him? So, uh, what? Did you just wink at him? What? It totally looked like you did. I like it. And I'm a little upset that I never got a wink from you in my life because it was the most adorable thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Best part is I Goodness. wasn't even looking at the screen. I, I knew the screen was wasn't podcast, even looking. But man, you guys are missing out if you've never received a wink from Brian Barnett. That was a Holy weird Holy cow. Does it make you more angry that I didn't see it? That I wink feel bad was for, for you. no one. That was for no one. Yeah, but I saw it. I'm good. <laughs> so, Chris. You captured it. What, what, was it really for you? Because you saw it? It, you got it. I'm, I'm taking it. I'm Stick taking it in it. your pocket, buddy, for a rainy day. <laughs> I love I, this show. Uh, <laughs> words cannot come to my rescue right now. 
Okay, so this <sighs> week I played a whole lot of games. Tell me about uh, Just me, no one else. Marty, I'm just gonna talk to you about some games. I just one one on one me here, friend. Okay, buddy. So, Marty, this week uh, a swell friend got me a gift. Ooh. And uh, that gift was the Elder Scrolls Online. Ooh. On the BZ. And uh, is that crossplay? And with no. I don't. I no. don't think so. It is not. That's sad, because. Yep. As you'll notice, this is still in the shrink wrap. I'm holding hey. my copy of the ESO on I, PS4. Uh, yeah. I have Elder Scrolls Online for the Xbox, so that's great. <laughs> so let me tell you, uh, let me tell you something. Uh, I started playing it. I started playing it mouse and keyboard, uh, and I was like, "Oh my god, there's so many menus. There's so many things that I have to assign to like a bunch, bunch of, uh, bunch of. Oh my goodness, wow. I'm just so tongue tied. Wow. Ever since my wink got ignored, I've just been so flustered. <laughs> I'm with uh, you. I'm here. I'm so, so then towards the end of the tutorial section, I was like, okay, well, hold on. Let me just check something. And I plugged my Xbox controller into it, and immediately the UI transformed, and it was just like the UI from Skyrim. And I was like, yes, <laughs> this is what I wanted. This is what I needed. And it was just multiplayer Skyrim. And so I ran around with my buddy and just rescued some people, fought some cultists, fought a freaking giant ghost that was possessing people, got some magic spells, you know. tried. I tried two different classes. I tried the Sorcerer, I think it's called, and the Dragon Knight. Um, my buddy was a member of the Aldmeri Dominion, which if you played Skyrim are like the bad guys. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, I played as that. I played a couple of hours of it. Um, I will say the the f- flexibility of the mouse and keyboard is probably better because it almost always is. But having played uh, Skyrim on Xbox 360, uh, I'm super, super used to the interface on controller. So it just was a natural fit for me. Um, and I like how easy it is to switch back and forth. Do you it's like the awesome. game so far? Yes, I do. I do like it. Nice. Uh, I I did it all co-op, so and there was a bit of, like, he's done all these quests, so he's just watching me walk around and stop in the middle of nowhere where there's no one and just ta- standing there for a couple of minutes while I talk to people. And stuff like that. <laughs> um, so there's, like, some serious phasing, but uh, it doesn't keep you from teaming up. So, like, whenever... Sometimes it does, where I'll just be attacking the air and he has no idea what I'm doing. But then we got to some quests that neither of us had completed and we were able to team up. So it was, it was, it's kind of weird the way that it's put together, but I enjoy it and I plan on playing a lot more. I was going to say, it's kind of odd that it's not more like Destiny, where it's like, if I join your party and like you're kind of calling the shots at that point, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Or like, or like World of Warcraft. And also you're running around, so it's, it's not, it's not instanced the world isn't instanced uh it's everybody's there right so like i'm running around i'm seeing a lot of other people so it's like straight up mmo so oh yeah, wow it's a full-blown mmo um, it's not okay it's yeah mmo rpg fps pseudo moba or whatever destiny is slash hero shooter <laughs> yeah. yeah i love Destiny. all that stuff but it's good it's good um there are probably tower defense elements in in destiny right like that game is just everything it's fine yeah, yeah. that's pretty crazy uh, also, um, my little brother came down from Missouri for a couple of days, and while he was here, he fired up Batman Arkham Knight, 
And so I watched him play through a bunch of that. Forgot how freaking incredible that game is. Uh, so I just shot around the world a little bit. Just, if you haven't played the freaking Batman games, Knight is the freaking greatest one by far. It's awesome. I've been thinking what, about going back. I was thinking about going back to that this morning, actually. I was like, I should put that Knight back in. Knight or, uh, or Origins, the one that you hated? Knight. I will never play Origins again um, for the rest yeah. of my life. Um, I do want to point out, if you do play Arkham Knight, um, spoilers. Um, oh, my God. What is his name? Ice to see you. Arnold. Oh, uh, Mr. Freeze. Thank you. Jesus. I don't know why I forgot that for a hot second. Um, if you're going to do any... You remembered the line, but not his name. I That's know. incredible. And like me, you know, not yeah. that I've, you know, I don't read a lot of Batman or anything. Anyway. Um, but uh, if you're going to do any extra missions with Mr. Freeze, wait. And you want to platinum the game, wait till the very, very end. And make sure you've done all of the Batmobile missions because I didn't. And do you know what happens? I'm going to no, spoil it. I don't. So if you don't want to know what happens, mute it for the next 10 seconds. Um, it's eternal snowfall and you can't turn it off. It just always snows. So if you're trying to do Batmobile missions, it's impossible to see anything. It's just constant snow in your face. Dang. It's really frustrating. So like, I don't know if I'll ever get the platinum. Man. Fun fact. Fun facts indeed. But I do love that game. It's fantastic. Mm -hmm. It's fantastic. Also, uh, he was like blasting through and stuff. Like I spent a lot of time flying around the city looking for Azrael to do some more of his uh, of his trials oh, and yeah. things like that. Yeah. And I could never freaking find him at all. He totally completed the whole run and also completed the whole like the 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 uh, mutilated murder victim thing with the That one took me a music. while. I remember that. Like, and I was just, and like, I walked in, like I went to get some food and came back and he was fighting the boss. And I was like, holy crap, it's that guy from the, uh, from the run of, uh, of what's his face. Breaking news, Brian. Oh my goodness. If you're not doing anything what? after this, let's do stuff on video games because I do not have work tomorrow. Oh, snap. Delval University is closed for the impending snow. It was 60 degrees in Pennsylvania today. 65. And it's, and it's supposed and it's to snow. snow. Yeah, we're supposed to get half a foot. Oh, Hot diggity daffodils, Chris. <laughs> yeah, Marty. Half I have, a foot. Huh? I have no work because we're getting half a foot of snow. That is projected half, half a foot. I mean, half a foot is is six inches. Let's not uh, let's not try to make <laughs> yeah, this seem on. like more than it is, you know. Come You're on. right. Six inches. You mean like Tuesday? <laughs> Pretty much. Marty is, is, uh, is perpetually snowed in. It's like he fought so uh, Mr. Freeze... In Arkham Knight, just Before all the time. It basically snow. looks like... <laughs> Marty's house looks like the house in The Hateful Eight. <laughs> uh, yes, but there's no one hiding in my basement, hopefully. Yeah. I need to see that movie. It's good, and Very I just good. ruined it. Not really. Yes, you did. <laughs> no, I didn't. Anyway. That's all right. So, uh, uh, another thing. I was streaming some of Owlboy, uh, Ooh, and I really, really, really like that game. Uh, there are just a couple of problems that I have with it. Do Stop tell. me if I've mentioned this before. There are problems with the controls in this game. In certain sections. Two that I've found so far. So there is a part of the game where you fight uh, a worm. Like a giant, giant worm. Okay. 
Uh, and in part of the fight, you end up riding the worm. And it is going absurdly fast. Like, almost obscenely fast. <laughs> this is a like 2D almost, game, right? Almost almost X-rated fast. Is, is yes, it's a 2D game. more than obscene? Or is obscene more than absurd? Ab- absurd is silly to the point of being laughable. Obscene is, like, offensive. Okay, okay. It's it's almost offensively fast that you're traveling on the back of this worm. Like it's it's just outrageous. Does it look like Jeff from Men in Black Two? Jeff. Yeah, Jeff, the worm from Men in Black Two. He has a little flower know. on his head. You I ever seen Men in Black, Black Two? Really? <gasps> I've seen it, but I. Chris, the Jeff, the first one Men is in the Black best. Two. Help me it, out. It rains because you're sad. Yeah, that's. A terrible part of the movie. <laughs> there is a giant worm that lives in the subways that has a flower on his head. Oh, Remember the Balchinian? Classic. I was talking about the Balchinian. Classic. Is terrible. <laughs> anyway, so when you so when you're traveling on this worm, it's traveling around in a circle, very very slowly. As it's traveling extremely, so it's it's traveling extremely quickly, but the camera keeps rotating basically. So you're like upside down and then it's going up and it's just traveling in this huge circle. The problem is the controls keep changing. So if you need to go, so like first it starts going hard. This is gonna be difficult for me to explain. Basically you're traveling fast, the camera's rotating around and it keeps changing the directions you need to push to keep the worm from slamming into the walls and killing you is up and down. Okay. Which only corresponds to your, the actual direction you're moving when it's traveling from left to right. But it keeps traveling in this huge circle. So pretty soon, okay, now it's traveling. You have to move up and you have to move up to move left. And then it rotates around further. And now you have to move up to move down. And then it keeps, and it's just the freaking stupidest thing I've ever experienced in my life. Wow. <laughs> Sounds like a puzzle almost. Is it and not then, kind of enjoyable? No. It's, it's maddening. Let's see, it just sounds because, frustrating. Because this game demands precision. This is a this is a bullet hell platformer, basically. Uh and it 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 demands perfection in the way that you play it. So when it throws things in that make it so that your controls that normally work in a normal way that makes sense don't work in a time in the middle of a boss fight is like, hey, that maybe don't do that ever again or anymore. And then I beat that, moved forward, and then I got to a different part of the game, uh, and there was a bonus room, like a bonus game that was unlocked, uh, where you shoot out of a cannon and you try to get through a lot of rings really quickly. Except that in this section, they bring back that mechanic where you hold left and right, to rotate your guy left and right except he's flying upside down and all over the place and stuff like that and it just it's just outrageous fair enough i don't know so it's why have i heard this game described as like a zelda clone like an og zelda clone uh isn't i I thought it was like a zelda 2 clone is what i if you were going to compare it school zelda if you were going to compare it to anything uh, maybe Zelda 2 but the, the thing is the main, the dude can fly so it's like yeah I don't uh, even know how you yeah that's interesting I mean I've just heard that comparison yeah yeah and I was it, wondering d- like stylistically how... sure okay, okay so it's just like a style okay not gameplay 
I mean, you're traveling through and you're getting like upgrades and stuff with light RPG mechanics like you would in a Zelda game. Okay. Like you collect a certain number of coins and you get a bonus at the shop. You, you know, pick different characters that can help you through your journey and stuff like that. It's okay. not exactly like Zelda, but there are some Zelda-esque elements in it sure. for sure. Two-day platformer. Gotcha. Yeah. So, which, so basically what I want to say is there are there are issues with it. The game isn't perfect, but on the whole, I, I really do enjoy it. And I think that stylistically... I haven't seen a game that looks this good in... Uh, man, I don't even know. I, like, I think the style... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Shovel Knight. Point Chris? I was I was actually just going to say that like I think I like the style of this more than Shovel Knight, but I think Shovel Knight has a more cohesive theme and more memorable elements. Oh, okay. Like the like the 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 art style, the art direction of Owlboy, I like more. The like the graphics and things like that. I prefer this style more. It's more of like a 16-bit sort of a thing mm-hmm. instead of you know, or like 32-bit, something like that. But uh, anyway, I just wanted to say that. Quick aside um, before you continue because sure. I know the next one's going to be a big one. Um, how do you feel when you see like a game like The Last of Us or uh, The Witcher or something like that that is just like stunning but stylized in its own way? Because, like, you guys talk about, like, Hyperlight Drifter and Shovel Knight, and I'm like, great, pixel art is awesome and beautiful. But, like, it's definitely more of, like, something that draws me in when I when I see the vistas of The Witcher. Or, like, even Skyrim back in the day. Like, you see those vistas and, like, they have their own style. It's, like, Ubisoft games, like Far Cry, like, these dense jungles or these dense mountain ranges. Like, they have, like, a super, super beautiful... It's, it's not realistic... But it's it's definitely leaning that way. Um, yeah. Even even games like Uncharted, which are like so like almost perfect, have their own style, right? Yeah, for sure. I just I just I guess I res- respect those so much compared to like a two D platformer. I just don't. I mean, it's it's one of them requires more abstract vision, and the other one requires a lot of things that make good kind of cinematography and photography and stuff like that, which is like framing and different things like that, yeah. which all of these things go it's, into making a good game. It depends framing, on what you're dude, looking but, for. I mean, you're, you guys are right. It's framing, but at the same time, like, okay, design this picture that literally has no frame because you can just move the camera everywhere. Like, yeah, it's exactly. not framing. It's like design a perfect world that at all points yes. is perfect to be. Right. And like, I just think that's so cool. Like, I definitely respect Absolutely. the 2D platformers because it's almost more like it is more manufactured, right? Like a 2D platformer to me is like the most tailored video game experience because you are going to go on this one path left to right from here to there. And like there's obviously like some sort of um, flow in a lot of games where you have different branching paths. But for the most part, yeah. like left to right, you will see everything the game wants you to see in a lot of th- times you have to because it's like oh you need three keys or you know whatever yeah Um, yeah so i definitely think that it's cool when they just drop you in this world and it's like even borderlands i thought was so cool because it was like oh yeah anywhere you look looks crazy awesome i just i don't know i respect that i think yeah i mean like and i think it goes beyond just games too like i was watching samurai jack this week and i mean that game or that show i mean it was made in like early 2000s but and it's in low def, but you can tell, like, I still think that that show is, like, a beautiful show. Like, it's great, yes. great animation, um, especially because, if I remember correctly, I think all of that show is, um, 
almost like how the South Park guys did it. It was either that or it was all hand-drawn. I can't remember. Um, but it was like a grueling process to get that show made. Um, the new season, they're using computers and everything like that. But you look at that, and then you look at something like Kubo and the Two Strings, a movie that came out last year. Stop-motion stuff? Yeah, that, you know, that stop-motion animation. Um, I mean, I, I still think that that is probably next to La La Land, the most beautiful movie of last year. Like, when you, well, and then Star Wars, but <laughs> that's that's in another way. But you know what I mean? Like, it all depends on you being able to look at something and being like, like, I would never look at Xenodrifter, not that Xenodrifter is a bag-looking game, but I would never look at that and then put it next to Shovel Knight and be like, look how beautiful Xenodrifter is. Like, you can tell, like, it's on a lower tier totally yeah. than Shovel Knight well, is. Stylistically, right? Yeah, I get right. That's what I mean. What you're saying, yeah, no, like, you, I think you brought up a really salient point when you said Star Wars because, like, Star Wars looks great. They put a ton of money into it, and it's like, that's Star Wars. That's great. But you could literally look at any scene from a Star Wars, and I do mean literally. I'm not millennialing the word, and tell what that is from. Like, you see any spaceship from Star Wars, that's a Star Wars spaceship. You see any, like, as silly as it, you see a console. It's Star Wars. You see, like, a pattern of a wall, and you know it's Star Wars. Yeah. And, like, even as silly as it is, like, the language. Everyone knows what Star Wars language looks like. Everyone. Yeah. And and I just think it's so cool that, like, they've created a style for that entire universe, and I really, really respect it when video games do the same thing, where... um, Yeah. And and as, to a lesser extent, but, like, um, The Witcher just looked absolutely stunning. It did have its own style, but I think games like... Horizon almost have their own style where like everything's a little bit more oil painted. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then things stand out too because it's like this beautiful oil painted almost like um, prehistoric world and then there's like this sharp contrast of this robot. And like if I've seen seen screens from Horizon I instantly know where they're from. But like I've seen Witcher screens and been like what what game is that? Is that that Skyrim Remastered? Oh no 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 it's, it's... it's Witcher. Okay. No, you know Sky- I mean? like, no, because Skyrim will literally never look that good. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. Like, yeah. It, it no, no, no. I, I understand like, what you mean. It looks because like it looks real like a realistic game. world. Yeah, real yeah. pretty game. Which yeah. I think is cool. Honestly, and awesome. Anytime, and I really that, but. anytime you go from 2D to 3D, it becomes ex- it becomes exponentially more difficult to make a realistic or even just fully realized world that feels like a place. Yes. And uh, and CG Project Red did the best version of that that I've ever seen. Yes. Uh, and so I don't want you to think that I'm only, you know, into the 2D stuff. It's just that when you start up Owlboy, like the graphical styling is uh, is just the thing that strikes you up front. Totally. Is it like and a it continues thing like too, you think? Yeah, I'm, yeah, it's in, it's incredibly tastefully done, and it is to my liking. Like that's it's what that I mean, sort yeah. of thing. It's a, yeah, but I mean, it, it, there's there's another thing. A game like um, like Hyperlight Drifter is extremely stylized and very kind of neon mm-hmm. in a way that like uh, Hotline Miami is, but it, it it kind of is more fitting to that world. And Owlboy is, like, very mild and serene. And even though the story is a bit hectic, like, it's just... It's always pleasant to look at, um, like, the environments and different things like that. However, uh, I will say this, and, and I'm reminded of this when you were talking about, like, the 
coming around a corner and seeing like a breathtaking vista uh, of the previous comment that I made on the show about like the first thing that struck me from the vanishing of Ethan Carter, mm-hmm. which is like I turned around and that game is completely realistic uh, styling. Uh, I you know I walked out from behind a tree and like there was you know the the sunlight and the sunset and the mountains and like all this stuff and like a half frozen lake and there's things a, like that um, and it's just there's a thread on NeoGaf. I think it's like the second or third page I saw yesterday um, that it's like the best um, PC screenshots of like last year and this year and I think that picture is like the first one where it's like that hillside Ethan Carter yeah yeah because I saw it I was like oh my god what is that and then I stopped and read it and like it is it's gorgeous the crazy thing is the crazy thing is I had no idea that that even existed. That's exactly the shot that I was describing yeah. on the show in my review of Ethan Carter. Yeah. And it's like one of those moments where it's just like, oh, my God. As soon as I saw it, I face. like stopped what I was doing. I was like, what yeah. is that? <laughs> and I had, the, I, had, I had a similar moment in The Witcher, uh, The Witcher 3 to be more specific, where I was like going through the swamp and like the sun came down behind a bunch of dead trees. And it's just it's just crazy. Like, it just looks unreal. Yeah. Like, the first time um, that happened to me, too, in, like, The Witcher was I was riding through a battlefield. And, like, there was no quests. There was nothing in this battlefield. There was no point yeah. to be there. I was just, like, kind of hanging out and, like, just walked through this battlefield. And, like, you said, the light hits just right. And, like, I jump off my horse. And it's just, like, what is, like, it's so beautiful. And I think that, like, yeah. those games definitely nail that. And... I don't know. I think it's it's definitely a testament to where we are in our industry, or not our industry, but the industry we love. Um, yeah. I, I would be totally remiss to not mention Overwatch as, like, yeah, the game, to me, that brought style to this gen. Like, we, mm-hmm. we don't have a Borderlands game for this generation, really. Like, we don't have anything to, like, pop that cartoony style like, like that game does. That game looks absolutely fantastic, but it's not, like, cartoony necessarily. It's just so perfectly stylized and i think that like that is what you said a living breathing world that doesn't look realistic yeah. but is fully realized and has yeah. its own style which i really really think is um, I, i've heard yeah. a lot of people uh, make this comparison and i think marty you are actually one of the people that i've heard say this but it is exactly like playing a pixar game yeah totally. it's, it's like it's yeah. like take a pixar movie and like the stylized like just the perfect perfect style of like winston and Tracer, and freaking Reaper, and Hanzo, and McCree, and like all these crazy caricatures, and just let's have a game where they all shoot each other. It reminds me of like if The Incredibles were made in 2017. Yes, totally. What it would look like. Yeah, yeah, yes. It's crazy. I can't believe that so many people attached. Like I, the first time that I saw Overwatch announced, I was like, Blizzard, what are you doing? And yeah. Like, in like a week, and I had read all these reviews and seen gameplay, and I was just like, I don't like. I wasn't sold, but I was like so ready to believe. First time I touched that game, I was just like, "Cool, done. It's on." Like, <laughs> I now will only play this game forever. And it's crazy how that game. Like, there were talks of like, which one's gonna win? Overwatch, Battleborn, Paragon, like all that sort of stuff. <laughs> oh my god! Nobody, nobody. <laughs> Nobody talks about Battleborn or Paragon. I have Nobody. no idea what you're talking and, about. <laughs> and everyone talks about Overwatch. Yeah. Oh, oh. Like, it has become a phenomenon like pretty much everything else Blizzard does. Yeah. Like, they touch you a just, game and it's gold. <laughs> the, the, 
Blizzard is like the patriots of the video game industry, except they don't do things like Deflate Gate. <laughs> they don't cheat. They're just yeah, they're amazing. not cheaters. They're ju- they just always win. Yeah, always. They just always win, and they always win, and make you love them, and make you love their games, and care about their properties because they just they're just awesome. There there are like, so few studios to me that are like infallible, and like Bungie is one for me. And like Rockstar is one for me, and and Blizzard is like the shining beacon of like I have played yeah. every one of their games up like within a reasonable amount of time. Like I played yeah. I played the Lost Vikings in like 1998, but that's about it. Like <laughs> that is the only one that I have not played. I, I will say that played it on like I don't even know my aunt's like son's PC that was yeah way too old. <laughs> The crazy thing about Blizzard, and I've said this before, and I'll say it again for sure, is that the crazy thing is that every time Blizzard makes a game, it automatically becomes the best game in that genre. Yep. Like, it's it's outrageous. They made they made an RTS, That's and guess a, what? That's a beautiful uh, timer that you just set right there. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Anyway. <laughs> uh, RTS? So, yeah, they make an RTS, StarCraft, and it becomes a freaking worldwide phenomenon. Yeah, twice. That... Yeah, <laughs> twice, and actually, I guess four times if you if you count each individual uh, you know release of game two. Yeah, totally. But totally, it's 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 crazy. Yeah, I mean Diablo like Diablo like has become a freaking genre. Yeah, like, absolutely. It's, they created it's crazy. genres. Yes. Well, that's the thing too. Like back in the day, they definitely created like arpg right like that diablo like they're like (laughs) they're like the beck of the video game industry they reinvent genres even as they transcend them there you go thank you but i don't know (laughs) if i would speak that highly of beck but no that's a joke from futurama nobody but it's all right futurama Um, i got it right i got it thank you yeah no well thank you he made sound shapes how dare you marty (laughs) it's the best it's the best he didn't i mean he made no he made music for it but he uh he oh also also you guys were asking about Austin Wintry he also made music for Sound Shapes because he made he made the music for Super Brothers Sword and Sorcery and like a bunch of other stuff you don't have to worry about it but anyway you asked me about that last week and I was like I couldn't think of anything on the spot and plus we just moved on to the next topic because (laughs) that's what the show is but yeah I don't know I'm with you Overwatch is great Blizzard is amazing topic of the show Blizzard can do no wrong Worship yeah. our video game overlords. Yeah, basically, basically. Uh, a quick, a quick thing on uh, on Pokemon because I still my the obsession continues. Um, We're gonna have to have a Pokemon intervention. It's fine. Uh, it's it's so so good. So here's what I did. I I went on and I was like, okay, I'm noticing a lot of people talking about these particular Pokemon that I never caught, but I have Y and Omega Ruby and Sun. So let me just go back and search and see which legendary Pokemon I can catch in the previous games that I never did since I stopped playing them and I didn't get as obsessive with the other ones as I have with Sun because it's just the freaking... It's, it might be the greatest Pokemon game ever made. Uh, so I went back and looked and apparently there are, there's one legendary that I hadn't caught in Y and oh, maybe like 12 or 13 that I didn't catch in Omega Ruby. So I was like, okay, well, I need to remedy that. So I was like, okay, well, with the bank, I can just take some of my old Pokemon that I raised in X and Y and Omega Ruby and just transfer them back, and then I'll have a great team that I can use to catch stuff. 
Um, and so I tried to do that, and then it was like, oh, no, you can't do that. We can't let you put this Pokemon back there. And I was like, okay, let me grab ones that I never touched that I just transferred straight from these games and try to transfer those back. Oh, no, we can't let you do that. We can't let you do that. I was like, son of a... How am I going to freaking catch these Pokemon without raising a whole new team? And then I found out that there's a there's a code out there that lets you get Genesect, which is Genesect 20. And if you enter that in, you can get a level 100 Genesect in a previous game. So I got it in Y, and I used that level 100 to go catch other high-level Pokemon, and then went and caught myself Articuno. Because, I mean, come on. Because Articuno. Freaking Ice Bird in the Sky. Yeah. So I'm going to pass those guys up to the next generation and then catch all those guys and then I'll bring all those up to sun. So you can only go up generations? You can only go up. So if there's anything that you missed from X and Y or Omega Ruby or the older games like that, make sure you get everything before you transfer all your Pokemon out or at least leave yourself a team in there because that if if they hadn't had that, I would have had to go and just level up a bunch of Pokemon from low levels because I had freaking nothing. I had a level one that I left myself because you have to have one in your party. But anyway, yeah, so um, that was just a little frustration. So now let me talk about about something uh, that was said this week. So this week, uh, Hideo Kojima had some statements about Switch. Yeah, he did. And one of them made me think a little bit. So basically what. Kojima said was the Switch is the evolution and the complete realization of the idea of transferring, which was basically the idea of the Vita, which we've said before on the show, um, which is basically that console gaming on the go. He said the dream of every gamer is to play games at home on your big TV and then take them with you when you leave. And the part that that caught my attention was that it was the dream of every gamer. And I was like, I don't know if that's true, but it's definitely true for me. Like this idea of being able to play the same games at home on the big screen and then easily just pop it out and take it on the go with me and not have to do the cloud saves that you have to do for Vita. Yep. Even when something's crossed, just it's just the same thing. You don't have to do anything except take the switch out of the dock, and that's it. And that kind of got me thinking and rethinking my position on the switch because I was like, this this idea, and it's so crazy because Nintendo said they weren't going to release information on the switch for like years or whatever, and one of the statements that they made was because they didn't want people to take their ideas. And at the time, I thought that was absolutely ludicrous uh, because I was like, what the heck would anybody want to copy from now version of Nintendo? Like, they came up with the, the joystick and the D-pad and, like, all uh, Rumble and, like, all of these sorts of things. Like, they, they came up with a lot of stuff that we still use today um, that, like, come standard on every console. And if it doesn't, like, there have been some consoles that have released without Rumble and people are like, what are you doing? So, like, they become that foundational. But I was like, well... What the heck freaking motion control garbage are they going to make up now that's going to be terrible and nobody's going to want? Um, and basically what they did is they just took Sony's idea and perfected it, supposedly. Well, I mean, we'll see what happens when the thing actually comes out. But I started to think, well, I've got a couple of old consoles. I like the idea 
of console gaming on the go. I've always liked it. I've always wanted it. Should I support it on day one? If so, that's... I'm going to let Marty go, because I'm sure he has opinions, and I'm sure I disagree with them. But I'd like Marty to go. I do have opinions, as we all know. Um... And apparently there are some listeners that literally just do the exact opposite of my opinions. (laughs) Those are called friends of mine. Let me make this extremely easy for you. Um, I have three reasons uh, why I disagree with Kojima. Number one, it's not there yet. And he said that. He did. Okay, good. I'm just saying, like, with the quote that Brian said, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. This this is the complete realization. No, I I could not disagree more. This is like a like beta test first gen like phone games. Yeah, he he basically said like this is the first steps to us Great. getting there because okay. originally the idea was I think he said something along the lines of like you know 5 6 years ago or whatever. We were, we thought that we would be in a position where things like if you guys remember on live Yeah. That cloud yep. gaming service. He was like, we basically yep. thought that we would be in the position where we would be able to have a cloud infrastructure that would run all these games, and you would just, you know, tap into it with a, some device. Yeah. But we're not there yet. Um, but he said, like, this is the good a good first step to getting to a position where, yeah, um, totally. You yeah. know, and I think that streaming is definitely where we're probably going to end up, uh, just considering the fact that like. We're working on 5G networks, like gigabit Wi-Fi, um, over large areas of the country. Great. That's that's where we need to be. With Switch... I, what? I disagree with that. Let, well, okay. We'll talk about that. That's fine. I just want to say, yeah. Switch is for Nintendo gamers. Okay? that's This is reason two. It's great because, like, if I wanted to take a game on the go, though, I don't want to take a Nintendo game. Um, and that's just me personally. That is my reasoning. Nobody else's. I do enjoy certain Nintendo games. None of the certain Nintendo games that I enjoy are going to be coming out. The only game I kind of care about is Zelda Breath of the Wild and, like, Mass Effect is coming out and Horizon's coming out. I just don't care. Like, I'm not going to drop $300 on that. And and we all know my opinion there. Um, I don't sure. really want to, like, reiterate. But it's, it's a, a console for people that want to play Zelda. Their reason is that, like, you support it day one, and that just allows Nintendo to be like, cool, look, we can put this out with literally no software on it. People will buy it. Great. Like, they don't need to support this if they're just like, Zelda, <laughs> Mario in eight months. Like, I don't know. I just have this, like... Yeah. D- like, diehard Nintendo fans are gonna buy this, and, like, a lot of people are like, speak with your wallet. Well, I don't pre-order anymore. I don't buy games that I'm just gonna sit on my shelf. Like, I just... Mm. Mm. I'm really trying to live that and like hopefully you know they the companies start to see people stop pre-ordering and well that and and Marty you and I have talked about it a lot like even off the show where um you know when you started and if you don't want me to share this I mean stop me um but when you started your job you were basically coming to me and you're like I have like no very very little free time like to dedicate to this hobby that I used to have all the time in the world for so i need to be a lot more conservative with what i'm playing so like in that aspect like you know you like pc games you know you like all these other things like that's totally fine like if you're gonna look at the switch and be like you know what this thing's not for me like i don't have enough time for this 
Yeah. Um, and I got to be, you know, more adult about where my money's going. Totally. Um, that being said, I'm a giant man, baby, wearing a Game Boy <laughs> sleeveless shirt. So I can't wait for the Switch to come out. <laughs> Dude, and that's the thing that I hate more than anything is that I wanted to like the Switch. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, I have downtime at my work. Like, I work on the weekends. Like, I could just, like, bring it in and be like, okay, cool. Well, this deploy is going to take about an hour and a half. Let's play some Zelda. And, like, I do that for a week, and then I don't have Zelda to play. And then what do I play? And also, like, the yeah. battery dies because I sat on the train or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I just... There's so many factors of, like, this feels... After their announcement, and I have not had hands-on, and the mass market has not seen it, and I'm speaking completely, like, just based on what they have shown me, this feels like an alpha. This feels like like a piece of hardware that they're, like, beta testing for money, which I just think that, like, it feels kind of wrong. I don't know. Mm. Did you have the same opinion of the Vita when it launched? I'm just curious. No. Because no. the Vita felt like a handhold, and it didn't seem to me like they were really trying to be like, this is a hit that market. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it was cool because it was like, you can play every PS4 game. And like, as soon as like they, the way that they showed that, it was like, with oh, remote cool. like, play. Yeah, I can like <laughs> sit on my bed and play with my play on the Vita. Like, that's great. That's cool. Yeah. I didn't like look at it as like, I could take this anywhere. And that's Nintendo's thing. Their marketing is like, go play NBA at a. At a in a park place. instead of actually yeah. playing basketball. At a wine mixer. Go to the roof and play some <laughs> Mario Kart. Yeah. And it's like, that's great for somebody, but like, who, like, okay, use case of this, I don't see myself using it in, in enough places to warrant it. Like, we've beat that dead horse. But like, where, where do you guys see yourself using this? Like, seriously. I mean, the same place I use my 3DS, most likely. Like, I'll be sitting on the couch watching you know, TV or something like that and play Pokemon or Zelda or what have you. Yeah. Throw it in my like, bag if I've got to wait. If I've got to wait in lines at the freaking DMV, like, bust it out, you know what I mean? Like, realistically... stuff like that. I don't, I don't see myself using this any more than I would use the Wii U or the 3DS. And, like, that's, that's fine because I know what I'm getting, but, like, I don't know, like... I, <laughs> I, like I'm not expecting it to, like, rock the world, you know what I mean? And, like, I know yeah. it's it sucks to say that, but, like... Like PS4 is like my my bread and butter. Like that's where I live. Yeah. Um mm. so I mean I have two of them now. So like <laughs> um you know, it's it's meant for me, it's I think it's largely going to replace my 3DS usage. I wouldn't be surprised if it replaced my how much I use my Vita with the exception totally. well, now cuz Shovel Knight's coming out on Switch too. So I guess Sorry, I don't mean to. No, you're out. good. Because um, um, like I, I don't see myself bringing that. I see myself bringing this to a party and everybody being like, "Wow, you actually brought that thing." Um, but yeah, you know what I mean. Like, like that's, that's where I'm at too. Like you bust out a Vita, it's like it's a handheld. Right. Right. But like, isn't it weird? The guy in the corner playing like Zelda on his tablet. Like, like I, and maybe that's just me being like socially awkward about being a nerd. But like you said, bust it out in the DMV, dude. Like. I, that would be so. But I mean, just, I feel I feel so bulky. I feel just as awkward busting out a Vita or a 3DS as really? I would That's busting this thing. I, out. Absolutely true. I feel the exact same yeah, way. Like, okay. I feel I like no there's shame. a weird stigma on those sorts of handhelds, but like playing a phone game is totally socially yeah, acceptable. Like, yeah, totally. I, 
Especially which now, is like if anything, hundred percent baloney. If anything, it's gotten like, worse because of mobile gaming. Like ten years ago, I feel like I don't know. I was younger. Brian might, and I'm not trying to be funny, but like I feel like you would remember this better than I would. But like I think I feel like if you saw somebody playing a DS or a Game Boy who was over the age of twenty, I don't know if that was common or not. But like. Uh, definitely not, but it's never been common for me to see that anywhere that I've lived. Yeah. Um, and and not only that, but there there's always been like this this sort of a stigma, uh, at least in the people that that uh, that I, you know, like my parents or things like that, of like, well, like maybe do something else with your time, right? Gotcha. You know. So that I've always had I've always had like that the freaking Catholic guilt of gaming <laughs> over you know over that sort of a thing. I'm not Catholic, but. But yeah, like there's always like that that sort of a thing of like my parents are like, well, maybe you know, maybe do something else. I'll, maybe I'll put it to you this way, Marty. I've never felt like the cool guy in the room busting out a Vita or a 3DS, and I don't think I'm That's gonna true. feel like the cool guy busting out a Switch either. That doesn't mean I'm not gonna do it. Totally. And also, <laughs> also the crazy part of that is, it doesn't stop. It doesn't change the fact that you actually are the coolest guy in the room. You know? I mean, I'm always the coolest guy always. in the room. Hey, hey, Chris. Hey, Brian. <gasps> for those of you listening, returns. the wink returned, and it was for me this time. <laughs> that was right, well, beautiful. Well, he, Did you ever well, see he, that? Uh, stops blushing. That Simpsons episode with uh, like Abe, like the grandpa. He says something. He's like, "The left eye is for blah blah blah." He goes, "The right one's my winking eye." And he looks at them. He's like, "Ding!" And he winks at them. I don't know. I always thought that yeah. was a funny thing. Anyway, my grandpa. My grandpa did this thing. Where he would, he would basically like play the fool, like, and act like he had no idea what people were talking about at like a restaurant or something like that. Right. Like he would be like, "So what is this? What is this? What this spaghetti? What is what is this? Can you explain <laughs> this?" And then and then he would like look across the room and just like give me a sly wink, and I'm just like, "I love you so much, Grandpa." That's like that was so like his awesome. thing. That is great. He would just. He uh, anyway. Can I hang so out I, your I do that. I mean, not anymore because oh. he died a couple of years ago okay. on my mom's uh, birthday. Oh well, man, uh, which is which is two days after Christmas. I hope he was like 142. It's my mom's uh, birthday was, today. Happy birthday! Mom. He was 80 something, but uh, but anyway, no. But I I do that, so I carry on his winking game in his honor. Good. Love it. I like it. So there you go. But if you were Does like that, uh, sp- Chris, is that spaghetti? People would just be like, "Shut up, dude." <laughs> It's spaghetti. <laughs> you gotta wait till you're an old man, then you can get away with stuff yeah, like that. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, anyway, thank you very much for helping me refine my thoughts. Um, uh, you know, and but, in a sense, Marty, bringing me, bringing me back to my senses a little. bit. I was gonna say. Well, with that I being do, said, do you I see am, yourself pre-ordering one of these things if you get the opportunity? No. I. I. Well. I, here's the thing. I don't know because I've got a PS3 and a 360 and like a bunch of games just sitting around. And I, I'll be honest with you, I don't ever want to play PS3 again, ever. Yeah. Because it's 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 real bad. Yeah. Like, PS4 is fine, Xbox One is fine, PC is great, but like, yes. and, and even 360, yes. even 360, <laughs> even 360 controls better. Like, it's it's more responsive and things like that. But the PS3, the updates to its operating system have not been kind. Yeah. Uh, it's funny. It's real bad. I find myself in a position where I'm like, man, I should like, like I'm considering getting PlayStation now. Like if it ever goes on, like they had a sale last year where it was like a hundred dollars for a year. And I'm like, I I would consider that. But like, 
how often am I going to play that? Like, I've got so many other games to play. You're not. Yeah, yep, that's the thing. Not. You got to play the, the thing new we were stuff. talking yeah, about exactly. before, dude. Like, yeah. how many games do you have to shrink wrap? Yeah. 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 At least one day DSL. you should count. At least one DSL. day you should count. In yeah, the shrink wrap, it's not many. If I went through and counted the ones that I all the games you haven't played, yeah, that number makes you want to throw up. Well, there you go. Hey, so uh, did you hear when he described the the PlayStation Four as good and the uh, Xbox One as good, and then he described the uh, PC as great? That's yeah, great. it's great, Marty. Yeah, awesome. That's good right. job. We we've done it. We've done it. Thank you for uh, <laughs> pointing that out. Yep, I just needed to really, really, really drill that home. That uh, Brian is a PC master race now. I just hardcore can't, Marty. Elitist. Like, no joke. I cannot believe that you can work an IT job and come home and be like, I'm going to sit in front of a desk and play PC stuff. Like, I come home from work some days and I look at my okay. PS4 and I'm like, I can't even play that. Like, I can't look at a screen anymore. I just okay, so live for screens. I'm glued to one. Yeah. There are days Wait, I just reach the point I need to stop. <laughs> Chris, like, even even I not working in front of a, uh, of a computer anymore, like, I still get times where I'm just like, I just want to sit back on the couch with a controller in my hand. Right. But you cannot argue. Oh, no. I'm not saying that. With the undisputable fact that a game on PC is going to look better and run more smoothly. And, and you can get mods and you can do all this fun stuff. That's great. And it's, it's just, and you can you can play most games with a controller as well. So it's like, if I could find, if I could find a way and by find a way, I mean like actually do it because it's totally possible. Hook my uh, PC up to my TV and then put a wireless uh, thing, uh, like a wireless adapter in there and then play with my freaking Xbox controller from the couch. Like I'd be set. I do it, but I did it with gang beasts. That game just needs to come out on PS4. Anyway, so let me get into the real meat of what I wanted to talk about this week. And that is a game that just came out called Neo. N-I-O-H uh, is how you spell it. Yeah. Being so, very well received among critics and Brian Barnett alike. Well, you don't know because I haven't told you what I thought about oh, it. What do you think about it, Brian? Oh, yeah. No, we don't talk ever. Yeah, yeah we never talk outside of the show. Yeah, No. In fact, I've, I haven't seen you since the last time we talked. We we haven't spoken or we didn't been talk on Skype last or night or anything like that. Like that. Nope. nope. Who nope. are you? We haven't shared any of the. Oh, my name is Brian Barnett. Uh, and also, I played a PS4 game this week. I want to tell you about it, strangers, that I have completely forgotten about. I have the fifty-first dates disease. Uh, <laughs> even though it's even though it's not a disease, it was totally just an injury. Oh and she lost her. She lost her. What was it? Short-term, short-term memory, memory. I think. Yeah. Which is a real thing that can happen, and it's horrifying. Please don't do that. Uh, no, I'm not going to do that. And by do that, I mean injure myself in some way or get into some horrific accident, which I actually can't control at all. But here we go. Neo. It is a samurai action game very similar to d- the Dark Souls games. And I've also been told that it's similar to Onimusha or like the Ninja Gaiden games. So I bought it, popped it in, updated it, ready to go jumped in immediately was like okay now i've played (laughs) i played the alpha i'm here and i played the last chance alpha okay so i've played this game before but the and the 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 first alpha was the first stage of the game the last chance alpha was like a, a later mission um i don't know how much further it was but it was significantly more difficult than the first one 
Um, so I played through. Um, it is very fast. It is very deep. There are so many things that are in this it, in this game. If you have played the Dark Souls games before, you have your stats that you'll level up, but each one of those stats will give you stat points that you can use and spend in skill trees for each of the weapons and also some of the different things. So like, for example, you've got swords, spears, axes, um, a thing called a weapon called a kusari gama, yes. which is basically a basically a sickle at, on a long chain. If you've seen Samurai Champloo, yes. uh, at the end there's a character that's got one. It's extremely dangerous, Dude. even to wield one. They're crazy. That was um, the reason that I played uh, Ninja Gaiden was the Katsurigama. Just like, <laughs> yeah. Do you remember that, Chris? At all? I know you <laughs> yeah. played Ninja Gaiden. Yeah. Dude, and like the werewolf levels. Yeah. Oh like, my god! I totally oh. forgot about that. Oh. Oh my god! I'm, I need to replay I'm, that game. I'm just going to go by Neo, apparently. Sorry. Because Neo is literally just Ninja Gaiden, right? No, but it's got, from what I understand, it has Dark Souls elements. And it, it's a lot. It looks, from the gameplay that I've seen, it looks a lot slower. It looks a lot slower than Dark then Souls? No, Ninja than Gaiden. Ninja Gaiden. Oh, no, no. Ninja I was Gaiden. about to say, yeah. It is way faster. Yeah, um, it definitely is. It's like, it's like if you take the best elements from Bloodborne and from Dark Souls and put them together. Right. And then mix it in like with some other stuff. I really and wish you played Ninja Gaiden because I think that would be helpful to compare it to. God, I love that game. That is true. That is true. And I do, I, I do apologize to everybody out there who's screaming about all the similarities <laughs> that it has to Ninja Gaiden. Uh, but um, so I played through the whole first level and uh, our buddy Josh was also playing through it at the same time we were in a PlayStation party. We were talking about it as we were going through it. Um Got to the end. He got to the boss before I did. Um, he was about maybe a half hour ahead of me, maybe five levels ahead of me. Um, and then I blasted through the uh, the last bit of it and caught up and was like, okay, I'm going to do the boss in the morning because it was getting freaking stupid late. I was up to like 2.30 last night playing this game. Um, so, and this this is, I have not told him, but, uh, but one of our uh, other buddies, Matt, I, I told them both when I was going in to fight the boss for the first time, and Matt's like, "Watch, he's gonna kill it on the first try," and uh, and I did actually. So nice. I beat the first boss on the first try. It was a lot of fun. I did have to use all of my elixirs, which is like your your health potions. Um, those recharge to a certain extent when you pray at a shrine up to three uh, charges of that, which is not that many when you're playing through this game because there are long stretches between the shrines, and uh, you can get wrecked by these guys there are there are these basically giant demons called yokai um that are throughout in like these swirling black and white vortexes so you get close to them and then they form and they're way 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 tougher than all the other enemies so like you're going through and you're basically this game follows this guy named william who's based off of the character the historical figure william adams um who was basically the first Western samurai um, ever. And for those of you who are wondering if this was the plot of The Last Samurai, it's not. That's a totally different dude. And that was a made-up story. Um, but this is actually... was uh, was a key advisor to one of the first uh, Tokugawa shoguns. So basically, you get off of this boat, and you're on an island... Uh, one of the islands of Japan. They don't actually say it. They say, like, it's the island of demons or something like that, so I'm not sure about that. But... 
Um, historical figures are throughout it. It's kind of got an Assassin's Creed vibe in that way. That's cool. That okay. it's like, that it's kind of loosely based on on some historical elements. Obviously, there weren't freaking demons running around Japan and stuff like that. But yeah, you um, don't mean there was assassins jumping off bell towers and landing in uh, hay hay like barrels everywhere. Down. <laughs> See, here's the thing. I wasn't there for any of that, so You're I don't right. know. Could have been demons I mean, in Japan. That's true. That is true. That is fair. Uh, so basically, I'm going around. I'm fighting a bunch of like you know samurai and stuff, um, and like coming across these giant demons. Uh, everybody you kill gives you this thing called Amrita that you use to level up and all sorts of stuff like that. Okay. But the the thing that really differentiates this from Dark Souls is that the the stances that I talked about, the high, medium, and low stance, and also the skill trees. So I looked into them a bit more. Um, and there's a skill tree for each one of the weapons that allows you to add different combo attacks uh, into your attack strings. So there's like different moves that let you draw your sword and do an attack, which is uh, a discipline called Iido. Um, there are different combo enders that you can do. Like there's a kick that takes away a lot of people's stamina. Um, th- so there's like the sword, the spear, all of those different weapons. And then there's ninjutsu. And uh, Onmyo Magic, uh, which do totally different things. So Ninjutsu lets you craft shuriken and kunai and different things like that. You can also make, like, poison that you can put on your weapons. You can also make a paralyzing agent that you can put on your weapons. And then as you, like, go down the skill tree, you're like, okay, well, now I can make a shuriken that has poison on it. Gotcha. And, like, now... So, like, I did that, and, like, I throw a shuriken, and somebody... His health starts chipping down. Cool. And I can... And there's, like, even crazier stuff. Like, you can make, um... I always mix up these two things. Uh, Caltrops, I think. Which are, like, the little spikes. Caltrops. Yeah, Caltrops. I always mix up Caltrops and Cantrips, which are a type of spell. Yes. Um, uh, so, you can make Caltrops, and those slow people down and interrupt them, and also take away their stamina. So, like, you can do that while you're running away. You can throw down Caltrops... And it'll, like, stymie them and also make them burn their stamina. And you can use that to freaking harass them with your weapons. That's Especially cool. if you've got, like, a long spear. They can't hit you, but you can hit them. Uh, and there's also, like, there's, like, different debuffs that you can do with Onmyo Magic. So, like, when I was fighting the first boss, I got a couple of those upgrades. And one is a spell that lets you reduce the damage that enemy does. And you can also... There's another one that increases the damage that they take. So, like, I did both of those things. You can also charge your weapon with, like, lightning damage or fire or earth or water or, like, all of this stuff. So I am I am imagining, like, it getting really deep later. Cool. There's also um, a stamina regen mechanic called the key pulse, which becomes super, super important, where, like, you attack and... Um, I'm not sure how exactly to compare this, but you attack and your stamina goes down, um, but then it slowly can it slowly can recharge. But there's like a marker on the bar where if you time it properly, like you'll just recover all of that stamina immediately. It's like active reloading. Yes, it's like active reloading, but yes. for attacking. Uh, but for being able to attack, that's so cool. like you can do it in the middle of combos. And um, the demons that you fight, the yokai, have areas around them where um, key pulses are the only way to regen stamina, and if you don't use them, you'll just totally run out. When your stamina runs completely out, unlike the Dark Souls games, you actually, like, fully can't attack. And you're staggered, basically, and vulnerable to, like, critical or visceral attacks from enemies. 
until your bar completely recharges, which oh. takes longer if you completely deplete it. So like you super, super, super do not want to run out of stamina in this game. Like ever. Because that's awesome. Yeah, because it's basically it basically opens up like a six or seven second window where people can just walk up and attack you and you can't block or do anything. Um so you gotta be really careful. Uh and you know, so it's it's super cool. There's a lot of interplay where like you can recover more key pulses if you have certain skills. Um, when you do a stance change while you're doing a key pulse. And so, like, there's all kinds of crazy depth to this game. Um, so, I mean, I... After having played... I, I played the first level, and then I went back through it and 100%ed it and got all of the, the little... Um, the little shrine god character spirits things. Because um, they can give you bonuses to, like, okay, you're going to get more resources, or you'll get maybe more armor drops, or you'll get more weapon drops. And, like, you can customize all of that stuff. And there's also different guardian spirits that you can use, and they charge up as you attack people. And then they, you basically turn into a freaking god with a flaming sword and do, like, absurd amounts of damage <laughs> and just, like, wreck everybody. Nice. So there's, like, these crazy cooldown stuff that you can do that just makes this game so much more dynamic than Souls. Um, oh, and you hear that, Chris? Sounds like he likes yeah. it more, almost. Uh, mm. And so, having played, having played only through the f- the intro level and the first level twice, um, I have to say, man, I'm super intrigued. <laughs> and uh, I don't know if you guys can hear the smile on my face, but <laughs> this this game seems like it has depths to plumb that Dark Souls doesn't which makes me so so happy <laughs> Nice. Uh, Josh Mobley tweeted I think it was a tweet earlier today um, and was basically like he couldn't believe like he, it's going to be so interesting like two three years from now how deep people have gotten with like the mechanics of this game and just like yes. how to approach every situation yeah um so, and like that's that's awesome that like a, a single player well I mean there's co-op but like you know what I mean like a single player like narrative driven game like that yeah can have legs like that because yeah. like Uncharted uh, I play I, through it once or twice and I'm like alright that's enough nope yeah and so like you could legit go so I picked up an ability uh, in the ninjutsu tree that was like sneak attack so it's like if I sneak up behind somebody the reticule uh, will turn from grey to black and if I hold triangle it'll do basically a backstab that almost invariably one hit kills somebody. So like if you want to do ninjutsu, you can just throw freaking poison shurikens and like backstab, sneak up on people and like do all this sort of stuff. Oh, I forgot. There's uh, there's also, you can, um, you can dual wield. There's like a type of sword where like you can have two swords and you can just attack really fast. I haven't used that one yet. There's also giant axes that do like crazy, crazy amounts of damage, but take a lot of stamina. So like, there's all kinds of stuff in this game. Yeah, what's up, Chris? Did Team Ninja develop this game? Yes. Yes. They did? Okay. Yes. Yes. <sighs> I gotta look at more gameplay footage. I don't know. Yeah, I'm like, um, just hearing him talk, I'm getting a little excited. I just, I can't, dude. There's so much coming up. I like, know. Like, Horizon's in just a, a week or two. I think two weeks, maybe. Horizon's in two weeks. For, For Honor is... Okay, so For Honor is this Tuesday. Horizon is two Tuesdays after that. And then in, in um, a week after Horizon comes out, um, Ghost Recon's come, Ghost Recon comes out. Yeah, like, I can't. Out, and then two I've got weeks Switch after that, coming out, like, Mass I, Effect comes out. And I, I got to tell you guys, I got to tell you guys, this 
is this is really making me rethink uh, purchases on all of those games. Wow. I'll, I'll put it that way because I think I might just be playing this game. Wow. <laughs> cool, dude. That's awesome. Now, one, I have one gripe about this game, and that is the rec- like the 1.01 patch that they did to multiplayer. Um, so, originally this game was meant to have multiplayer like, um, like Dark Souls, where you can just team up and play through the game together. They changed it in the earliest patch so that you can only play together if one of the people in the group has beaten that level. Hmm. Oh, so and it's more of like a shepherd really, kind of thing. That's a really simple change, but it's that just bums me out because I that was exactly what I was going to do with Josh. Right. I was going to just be like, all right, well, let's just play through this together. And it turns out you have to have some sort of a cup or something that I still haven't found in order to co-op. Uh, but not only that, but like now I I would have to one play of us would have to beat twice. a level before we could even play together. And then it's like, well, I would much rather just discover this stuff together. It, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's kind of be Like, I would want to play through the whole game together. So it's like, I, I kind of hate that's the, a real, like, here's co-op as a, like, thing on the back of the box, almost. Like, if you're a single-player game, be yeah. a single-player game. If you're co-op, co-op. That's one of the biggest things about Dark Souls that I hate. Like, it is such a hassle to play that game with a friend, and, like, I get that it's not super tuned for a friend, but why even allow you to have a friend in the first place? Like, I just don't get it. And the crazy thing is, is that, like, I think, Marty, you'll agree with me, is that Dark Souls is so much fun when you're playing it with friends. It really is. Like, it's hard still, and, like, it's tense. I don't know. And and let me tell you, as somebody who, who only played the first mission and then played it again, it was so much easier the second time I was playing through it. Because I had gotten all of those weapons and all of those level ups and all of that stuff. Like it was already like, and so my original comment about this game after playing just the alpha and the last chance alpha was this game is significantly harder than dark souls. Having played through it again, I think I would probably take that back and say it's a little easier than dark souls, but on like an encounter to encounter basis, I would say it's probably comparable. Like, uh, like, there's a really early uh, enemy in Bloodborne where it's just this dude with, like, a giant axe in, like, a hooded cloak. And he's, like, really, really hard, but he's totally optional. This game puts, like, three or four of those guys in one level, and unless you're a really fast runner, you have to fight a lot of these guys. Uh, let me give a couple of tips to people who are starting out with this game. One, fight, s- save your guardian spirit for the yokai um, because they're way easier if you use your guardian spirit on them and just have a freaking flaming sword or whatever. You can pick three guardian spirits in the beginning. I picked the attack dog, which increases your strength. There's also a shark that you can get as a guardian spirit, which lets you see enemies or something like that. And there's another one that uh, is like a increases your ability to dodge or something like that. I'm not sure exactly how those go. I haven't gotten those yet. Um, but I use the attack dog one, and it it trivialized most of the yokai encounters where previously I was just getting my teeth kicked in by them. Um, yeah. Also, I would recommend when you first start out, look through all the skill trees, find out what you want to do, and then get it early. Don't wait until the end, because Josh waited until he was at the end of, a, of the level to even look at the menus, and he made things harder for himself. Um, 
yeah. So that's, I mean, that's what I would say. It's a freaking super fun game, and I'm really glad that I got it, and I'm looking forward to playing a lot more of it. Nice. So, uh, so I, I thought to myself, hey, there's a lot of really glowing reviews. I've played games before that had glowing reviews that I didn't agree with, and this is, I mean, I've platinum Demon Souls, Bloodborne, and Dark Souls three, and as somebody who's got a, and I've pl- I've beaten all the other Souls games. So as somebody who's had a lot of experience with those, if you're looking for more of that and are bummed out by the fact that From Software is probably not making any more of those, at least for a couple of years, take solace in the fact that Neo is freaking good and it's going to wet your whistle for that sort of stuff. So yeah, that's cool. my that's my ten and a half cents on Neo. Excellent. <laughs> some dollars and uh, some change. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of dollars and change, I spent some this week on a freaking glorious chair. And I just want to tell you guys about it. It's so comfortable. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I found a freaking super cheap wholesale deal on a Herman Miller Aeron chair. And it's fully adjustable, and it is so glorious. That lumbar support. Oh, my God. So so now uh, I'm even more likely to spend more time at my PC playing those video games. So I just wanted to say, if you know, if anybody's looking for a freaking sweet chair, don't buy it full price because, oh, my God, what a rip. But uh, if you can get it on the on the freaking cheap, cheap, get one because it's so so comfy. Oh, I feel like I've been laying down in bed. Like I just oh, let me just. What's funny is like to look at this chair. Like it's one of those ones, like it's like it's a mesh backing chair. Like you uh, to look at it, it's just like okay, it looks like an office chair. But like he spun it around, man, and like there's a lot going on with this chair. There is a lot going on with this chair. Let me tell you, gadgets. Meanwhile, it's got freaking. It's got adjustable lumbar support. It's got like all kinds of crazy. Mine stuff. is a lazy Fully boy. Adjustable armrest. I got at Sam's Club, and it basically is in a, a fat man's armchair that spins. Is pretty much how this feels, but it's pretty, it's comfy. Uh, pretty. You want to know right what here. the coolest things about this chair? That's like super low key, and I bet nobody even thinks about. Yeah, let's talk about chairs. Is that like the. There, there's the armrests are oh, like that. fully adjustable and you can rotate it in, but you can rotate it in and they're at exactly the right angle for holding a controller. That's awesome. And supporting your entire arm it's, and just cradling it like a baby. It's almost like DX Racer thought of the exact same thing. Yeah, mine yeah, doesn't yeah. do that, and I'm really sad. <laughs> and, anyway, uh, what like like now we're talking about chairs. My armrests. Oh my god, your armrests adjust. Too many. I have the wrong chair. Oh yeah. Look at this, Look dude. At so this. do mine. I have the wrong chair. This is why I don't like Too PC gaming. <laughs> That's, I, yeah, it's honestly, fantastic. It might be. <laughs> it very well and, could and be. The guy I'm cradled and the guy at the guy at the freaking super sketchy place that I found on Craigslist that I was praying, <laughs> praying would not freaking like mug me. Harvest organs. Uh, and and like either well, I mean I was more scared about, you know, being you know, being put into the into the human trafficking, you know, industry <laughs> that would and be things a shame. like that, you know. I'd, that would be I'd, a real, real shame. I'd buy you, Brian. I just want you to know that. <laughs> oh, I, I freaking, uh, I freaking hope if I ever go missing that you try to find me and buy me, and I'd then set me sure free like a genie. No. Yeah. No, I won't. Do you have a, You will be now, cleaning my house for eternity. <laughs> well, Sorry, I mean, I have funny. a free place to live. <laughs> not, not funny. Uh, yeah, under my stairs. It'll be cool. Like I'll make a little Harry Potter setup for you. When I turn 11,000 years old, four. maybe I can have Hagrid come and take me away to the wizarding school. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, so yeah. So when I, when I picked it up, the guy at the place was like, um, I, yeah, I can't really believe that people pay this much for chairs. And I was like, well, if you think about it, like I, I spent 
some serious money on uh, a bed after I got married. Because you spend like a third to half of your life on this thing. So like freaking don't skimp on it. You know what I mean? Yep. And and I was thinking about it and I was like, well, basically when I'm not in bed. I'm in this chair. I'm either, <laughs> I'm either in this chair at my desk or on the couch. So it's like, and I've, I've, you know, spend on the stuff that you use a lot. And, like, take care of yourself. Like, posture is super important, and a chair that supports that and is ergonomic and, like, takes care of you is going to make sure that you don't have, like, freaking bone problems later on in life and different things like that. Like, it's worth investing a couple hundred bucks in, like, a really good chair because, I mean, you you spend a lot of time in it. Like, why not take care of yourself? So, anyway, that's my two cents on that. Don't skimp on toilet paper. Don't skimp on beds. And don't skimp on freaking oh, desk chairs. I wanted to talk about this. Here. Hold on. You wanted to talk about toilet I paper? I do. <laughs> or really a toilet paper replacement. This is the last thing, last rant I want to go on before um, we get into the news. Um, bidets, where do you guys stand with them? Uh, yes. Never used one. Okay. Lifehacker pointed out on Amazon you can buy a bidet that you can install in your toilet for $22. And I was like, they posted this article on payday. I was so close to ordering it. And I was like, Chris, do it. Oh, I want to do so Chris. Bad. Do it and then freaking have a bidet review on the I show. I want to yes. so bad. I'll I just want to know. Dude, dude this, is, this is the end of your story arc. Like, you started talking about poop on this show so long ago, and you're going to end by cleaning it up. <laughs> Ding. It's just like, you think about it, it's so absurd how much money we spend on to- I, I spend $20 on a giant thing of toilet paper, like, every month, month and a half or whatever. I don't know how often yeah, I buy toilet paper. it's expensive. Paper. It's expensive. I'm just saying. Um, news. Netflix has announced a Castlevania animated series. Um, yes, they have. This is hot on the heels of... Originally, this was a rumor. People thought it was coming from Cartoon Network. It's coming from Netflix. Um, all we know as of right now is it's coming at some point this year. Um, Runtime for each episode is about 30 minutes. That's exciting. Yes, very, very, very I, excited. I don't Care? know how to feel about this. <laughs> You like Castlevania? I do like Castlevania. Okay, and Netflix I like, is doing it. It's gonna be fine. Yeah, I have enjoyed shows made on made based on on video games. The uh, the Devil May Cry anime, uh, you know, stands out to me. Dangarapa is very good. Thoroughly enjoyable. I never watched the show because it basically seemed like it was it's just the, the game, game. But I mean, it's, over it's again. done well. Whereas Devil May Cry is like all the missions that he does in between those games. Oh, okay, like all the crazy stuff that happens in his life. Where, like, Trish shows up and, like, a bunch of stuff like that. Oh, man. Nice. It's it's cool. I'm super jazzed about Netflix and... Uh, Stranger Things 2? Me, too. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Dude, my that's God. Okay. <laughs> I... Yes. So, oh first, my first, God. first. The best part Iron of the Super Fist. Bowl? Yes. Super best part Bowl. of the Super Bowl. But let's talk about Iron Fist really quick. Iron Fist coming out. Last part of the Defenders. They did a trailer. It comes out in March. So, very, very soon. Very Holy crap. Soon. I didn't yeah. realize that was that quick. Looks great. I'm actually genuinely excited. It is literally the Arrow, though. If anyone's watched the Arrow, like, it is the Arrow. So we'll see. I hope they don't just... Uh, granted, it's a comic book, so you stick with the comic book, and if they're the similar, they're similar, and that's fine. But I hope they make it their own. I'm sure they will. But it looks good. They've it been lo- doing it with everything else. Yeah, it looks good. I, I mean, if... I didn't like Luke Cage as much as I liked... Daredevil is absolutely amazing, and season two of Daredevil is absolutely amazing. Um, and freaking Jessica, Jessica Jones, Jones oh is my like God. one of the best shows in that. It's the best show in the genre, the best superhero show that Marvel did for sure. 
and I think it's like just a great show all around. Um, yeah. So I hope that they can kind of capture more of that rather than like the Luke Cage feel. Because um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be straight with you. I, I'm gonna be straight with you. I think Jessica Jones is better than freaking Flash, which is it's like, yeah. I love I Flash. I completely agree. Yeah. Um, but enough of that stuff. Tell me, tell me about it, Chris. Best part of the Super Bowl? Oh, oh my God, Stranger Things, and and it was such a good, it was such a good way to do it. Like it yes. starts off. If you haven't seen the trailer, I'm going to tell you all about it. Um, it's like 40 seconds long. Um, watch it. Go watch, watch it, it now, and then come back wa- and listen to us talk. Well, about watch it, it and it imagine, amazing. imagine yourself watching the Super Bowl and this coming on and being like, "What is this?" So it opens up with um, the old 80s commercial. Um, and it has the little like TVY like V chip rating in the yeah. top right, <laughs> and it's like all like really low res, and it's the two kids sitting at the kitchen table, and they go, "Like oh my ego," and then it cuts to them, and oh my god, it's so good. But it's so well done. It's like it gets you for like two seconds. You're like, "What kind of ego commercial is gonna yeah. be on during this?" Oh, and then it's just instantly boom, yep. eleven upside down, on, like, yep, on. <sighs> The uh, so they're wearing there's oh. there's shots of them in Ghostbusters costumes. Yes. Um, the monster looks gigantic. Um, I, ha- Halloween I, cannot come soon enough. Is when it comes out. This oh my God. is gonna be so perfect. Like Stranger Things is like one of the like it's cultural phenomenon level of good, and yes. like this just they had a Super Bowl commercial yeah. for this show. Like that for a Netflix show, like that's for a Netflix be, original show. That's yes. that's unbelievable. And honestly, so I like really, really hope uh, my my one buddy. I'm gonna call him out on it. My one buddy Brian, um, after it aired, was like, "God, like it's a fine show, but like people get way too like over obsessed with it because of like the nostalgia factor." And I was like, "You can say that, but like you need to consider how the ways in which this show is nostalgic is unlike anything we've ever seen." In our lifetime, like it, shot for shot, it from looks all like these it 80s looks like movies. somebody took a freaking time machine and just went and filmed back in the freaking. Well, not 70s, only that, but eighties or nineties. There are certain shots in that show that, like, you put them side by side to an eighties movie, and it's the same shot. Like, they care that much about the uh, well, subject matter. It's insane. So, I'm totally with you, Chris, but at the same time, like that show is not just. Remember berries like it's not because oh no no you it's also just a great no but it's also a yeah, great dude, like, show it definitely harkens back to like me watching those movies as a kid but it also does things that like are so fresh so new and done in a very modern way that makes them feel so much better to me yep like i love the entire like they, they do things in the, in that show that you couldn't do in the 80s like they just didn't have like yeah, the social graphically, well, not only or graphically, but like, like that. Like it just, it wasn't there yet. Like television wasn't there. Like we weren't. Well, even like a lot of the subject matter, boundaries. like of um, uh, what's his face is like older sister. Like a yeah. lot of that plot, like you couldn't, you could allude to a lot of that in an eighties movie, but like yeah. as in depth as she gets, like their relationship, like with the boyfriend and all that. Um, yeah. Yes. As all that gets, like it's without it being campy, um, that wouldn't have happened back then. Oh my god, that, that show! That so just reminds good. me of the scene where it goes back and forth between her friend at the pool and her in the oh bedroom, and I'm just yeah. like, oh my god, dude, That's that like, show is so immaculate. Yes. So, I, like, we don't want to just like, ooh, Stranger Things. It's good. I could talk about it for five hours, and, and I will as long no. as the show is. <laughs> yeah. 
Let's yeah. strap in, boys. Stranger Things. Anyway, podcast. let's get on to the deals. Um, if that's okay with you two. No, I kind of want to talk more about Stranger Things. <laughs> I was like, I can't talk about this. No, but we can. Um, the new pop figures come out in like two weeks. Just saying. Nice. Who cares, dude? Who cares? I just want certain people. What's care. his name? Dustin. Pop figures suck. You suck. Anyway. I am suck. No, I said you suck. I mean. Okay. Sound uh, like you said you are okay. suck. Which, you are suck. Whatever. Deals. Hey, you know what? You know what? I'm gonna do a reverse wink at you right now, Chris. I'm taking it back. Oh dear. How does that work? You know what? I'm actually not. I'm not gonna do that. Thank you. I can't bust that out all in the same episode. <laughs> I can't do two winks and a reverse wink in the same episode. I gotta yeah. save stuff for it's, sweeps. It's getting a little inappropriate. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So anyway. Okay. What's 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 news? Um, very good deal. I don't know if it's gonna be up by the time this gets posted, but. Um, Newegg, um, their eBay account. So you have to go on New, uh, eBay and look for Newegg. But they have a PS4 Slim bundle for $2.99. The bundle comes with um, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare, a game I loved very much. Um, Call of Duty Modern Warfare Remastered, a game that I loved from my youth. Um, Dishonored 2 and Neo, two games that Brian really loves. So yes, comes with all of those. All those for three hundred bucks. That's like one of the best PS4 deals I've seen. Yeah, that's, that's a cr- that is a really good yeah. deal. Although that's it huge. is the PS4 Slim, which I don't recommend. I mean, but yeah, there's no digital optical port. Um, which which is a deal breaker for me. Well, now. yeah, I mean, if you have like a Astro or yeah. something like that, but yep, if you're just playing with the speakers, go for it. Yeah, um, Brian, this one's for you. Bloodborne, the card game. Is twenty three ninety eight on Amazon? I don't know anything about this, what? but what? What? Yeah, there's a Bloodboard. I'm gonna have game, to look this up. But you should. Uh, I'm gonna look this up and talk, talk to you guys. You should It'd research that. It'd be great if they stopped making card games. There's a lot. I was in Brave New Worlds, a comic book shop near me the other day, and like, there's a card uh-huh. game for literally everything. It's kind of ridiculous. There's. Like, you really only Gwent. need one, though. Yeah. You really Overwatch. only need one. I, no. Overwatch. I meant to say, uh, Hearthstone, but. I said Overwatch. Got Overwatch. On that the is no, nope, nope. Is no it Battle Wizards? Well, you only need one game. Nope, nope. You need only one game, and that is Cards Against Humanity. That game. Well, I mean, that's not a TGC, but yeah, sure. It has overstated. It, it is. It's a card game. You were talking about card You're games. You're right. And that there's there too are cards, and it's a game you play. My yep. favorite card game is Monopoly, because there's chance cards. <laughs> <laughs> and property cards. Uh, yeah. Also, speaking sure. of speaking of Monopoly. I I brought home a tiny travel chess board, like a, one of those garbage ones that you pick up for $5 yeah. at a freaking like JC Penny. gas station yeah. at a Flying J or a Love's. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> p- people in flyover states will know exactly what I'm talking about. I've been to Texas. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so I've been playing chess with my lady friend and having a fantastically good time. Chess that game is good. so good. I love chess. That game is And I really want to... It's massive. I really want to get... Uh, yeah. I used to be great really at chess, get... like, when I was in elementary school, and I went back, like, two years later, and, like, it was gone. I've hey, never Brian. been good since. You want to play What's online up? chess? Sure. All right. Let's do it. Bro date. Awesome. I'll bring the wine. I'll I'll bring the... Cheese? Chili. Cheese? No, 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 no. A nice cheese plate. Some salami, some, some a cheese, salami. yeah, a cheese plate with with some shredded Mexican blend cheese. Ooh, I'm alright with it. Two percent. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Well, the For Honor beta, as Marty mentioned earlier, um, is up for download now. It is free because it's a beta, and it'd be mean if they make you pay for it. 
So go pick that up if you're interested in that game. Um, Marty, what days of the... the la, 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 Ninth what, through 12th. Thank you. Um, on PSN, Nino Kuni for PS3 is four ninety nine. If you've ever had an interest in playing this game, if you like Studio Ghibli, if you like Pokemon, if you like JRPGs, I'd recommend it. Um, it is if you like weird difficulty spikes. Yeah, it is all of those things. I'm way, way, way more excited in about Nino Kuni two um, because it looks like you don't have those stupid Pokemon things. You just play like a normal RPG as people in a party. Yeah, I, and I like that idea way, way more. So I'm definitely going to change we'll the game happens. though. I never beat Nino Kuni. I didn't either. The first one I got like. I don't know. I got to the part where you can fly with the on the giant dragon or whatever. Right. But um, yeah. But anyway, it's five bucks, and if you still play PS3, go get it. Yeah. Um, the the sales this week. There's an Ubisoft sale. Um, I want to mention Far Cry Primal. Like just some of the ones that I think are actually worth like your time. Um, if you want to, like, are, are good deals is what I'm trying to say. Far Cry Far Cry Primal is twenty bucks. Um, mm. Ezio collection is 30 bucks. Uh, Assassin's Creed. Um, Monopoly is $8. That's pretty much it. Is it? I didn't really see anything else that really jumped out at me on here. Um, Far Cry 4 is 16. Get that game. Yeah, I'd say Far get Cry Far, 4 Far Cry is 4 over Primal. The Division's 20 Far bucks. Far Cry 4 is freaking awesome. Get the Division. Um, honestly. And it's then great by yourself. It's you can get Gold Edition for 36 so that's not bad. Um, is the DLC uh, Ridge's price? Uh, like by itself? Like because I have I, I thought, have the Division, I think it like, is. I don't have. I did see that. I don't have any of the other stuff. The 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 Division Gold Edition right now on UPlay is ninety dollars. So wow. If you're thinking about getting it, thirty six dollars is a killer deal. Yeah, if you already have the Division, um, the season pass is twenty eight bucks on PS4. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, Forty dollars. Probably not. Really, yeah. So. Yeah, probably not. I do want to mention the PlayStation Plus games um, as they are now up. Um, these are the free ones. Little Big Planet 3, Not a Hero, a game I love very, very much. Um, Star Wall, which is really, really do fun. You? Because what? I, that's that was on my wish list for Steam, Not a Hero. Not a Hero? Because I thought it looked, I thought it looked like, um, uh, oh my God, Super Time Force. It's, and I love It's that definitely game. a similar style. Not a hero is hilarious. Like the writing in that game, like and you wouldn't expect Interesting. it. Interesting, but uh, Bunny Lord is like one of the funniest characters ever, and is kind of related or relatable to our uh, commander in chief. So <laughs> oh, take that, snap. take that as you will. Um, the Star Wars. Well, I'm not going to take that in a good way. No, definitely download it and try it out. The gameplay is super addictive. I've already downloaded it, but the only thing I've been playing on PS4 is Neo, so I don't know when I'm going to be able to get to it. Someday, though. Yeah. Maybe I'll pop it in for five minutes if I can stand to tear myself away from it. <laughs> um, and Pokemon. The Star Wars Humble Bundle is up right now. This is the Star Wars 3 Humble Bundle. This is on yes. PC. Um, my computer is taking forever to load this. Some real good stuff. Um, mm, KOTOR's mm. in there. Nice to the Old Republic. Um, I'm just trying to look. Good game has in this not tiny aged well. It's still good. I don't care what you say. Old games are bad. It looks, I enjoy that game still. It looks like trash. It controls like trash. The story is impeccable. Both the Force, story is absolutely stunning. Both uh, Force Unleashed games are in there. Um, in the fourteen dollar so tier. Talk, 
talking about games that control like freaking smooth butter. Force the Force Unleashed Force. games are so fun. Those games are so underrated. The problem with them, at least the first one, um, when you're done playing that game, man, you are done. There's nothing else to do in that game. <laughs> like, the replay yeah. value is just not there. I'm so okay with that. Yeah. Like, Man, you get that freaking black lightsaber in the last oh, mission. Oh, yeah, the Star Destroyer. <laughs> uh, there's scenes in 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 those games that I think might be some of the best scenes in Star Wars as a whole. Oh, I totally agree, dude. The freaking twists in the first uh, Force Unleashed game yeah. at the towards the end is yes. like, oh my god, yes. this is what he was doing. Yep. <gasps> Like, oh, man. Yeah. Like, yes. Some freaking M. Night Shyamalan stuff there in there. Yeah, hey, speaking in KOTOR. Speaking of M. Night Shyamalan, I drove past the house from The Happening today. Because he films Ooh, a lot wow. of his movies in Bucks County. Fun fact. That's fantastic. Yeah. yeah, good thing The Happening was a terrible movie. Oh, wow. You know the crazy thing about that? I actually enjoyed it. The trees. It's one of the I don't mo- think it's that bad. It's, it's one of the M. Night Shyamalan movies that I've actually seen. The bees. And I really liked it. I also work like I think I've only seen that in Science. I work five minutes from no, where they I've filmed also Science. Seen the, I also saw the Mermaid one. Science was real good. Yeah, Lady, Lady in the, the Water, Lake. or Lady yeah, water. yeah, something like yeah. That. That's that's it's got a cool message, but like that's definitely my least favorite. Yeah. So you haven't seen like the Sixth Sense? Oh no, I have seen that one. I have seen that one. How about the Village? That's, that's the village? I haven't seen the Village, but like I was so interested in that, but then somebody spoiled it for yeah. me, and I'm like. Ugh. Come on. Yeah. I love how M. Night Shyamalan is just like, oh, you spoiled it for me? Cool, I don't want to... I never need to watch this movie now. No, I, it's done. I'm good. He did Unbreakable, didn't he? No. Did I he? I thought he no. did. That movie's way if too good. If he did Unbreakable, I've I, seen I, that I love that, that movie. Too good. And they're coming out with a sequel. Uh, we're Googling. What? Yeah. I didn't know... M. Night Shyamalan did Unbreakable, and they're making a sequel. Okay. Dude, There's your let me tell you... Knowledge. That movie's incredible. Okay. Yeah, okay, so I just so I just turned a corner... And I like way more of his movies than I don't. Yeah. There you go. Unbreakable's great. And I think, yeah. I think Lady in the Water was just okay. But I think the rest of those that, I, that I've seen are actually, like, really good. Yeah. Dang. I like him. Even though he didn't make Avatar The Last Airbender. No, he didn't. But let's not talk about that. No, he didn't. That's um, not a real movie. Last ones what I want to mention. Xbox Live Gold Games. Um, ones that are available now. Yes. Killer Instinct Season 2 on Xbox One. Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time. Which I'm looking forward to playing cooperatively with maybe somebody. Hello. I don't have Xbox Live, but I do have it on PS4. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to do I that. I know you're not. Because I just got it for free on Xbox. I know you're not. Anyway. Why would, it, why would anyone do Monkey that? Monkey Island C- 2 SE is uh So now we have free. both of them. And then coming February 16th, funny enough, is Star Wars Force Unleashed. Nice. Yeah. And Project Cars. Nice. Good stuff. Good stuff. Let me just say, I know that I've I've probably said this before, but dude, Xbox with the backwards compatibility on all of the on all of the gold games, like crushing it, yeah. crushing it. Yep. They They're, put Catherine up I there. I mean, they kind of have to because they have no exclusives that like, I actually want to play. I mean, you're a, you're a PlayStation gamer, right? Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, but think of how many Xbox 360 games I have. I used Fair to be enough. an Xbox. We can guy. literally look at all of them right yeah. now. There's like. 25 compared to the blue well and there's a box a filled yeah, with compl- them and also compare them to the freaking look at those two whole um, like a, a freaking ps3 things like look how many games are there yeah, yeah. two full ps3 that's, shelves well that's also PS4 because shelves. there's probably there's a box of about i want to say 70 xbox 360 games that's behind my couch 
Gotcha. Well, don't to freaking hide your light under a bushel, Chris. All right, <laughs> let it shine. All right, Same. that's it. That's all anyway, I got for the deals. I'm, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of it. I really, really love everything that Microsoft is doing from like a player's first perspective. I think they're crushing it. I think I don't think anybody really is doing it better than them on that, uh, you know, on that front. But I also think that freaking PlayStation keeps frustrating me by. Uh, making a bunch of awesome exclusive deals like Neo that I can only play there that are not easy to stream in a proper way like I want to on PC or be able to play for achievements like I want to on Xbox. But anyway, keep Tap crushing it, everybody. Yeah, but who who freaking wants to do that? Not me. <laughs> like most people? <laughs> most people, but anyway. Stream- I prefer to stream stuff on PC, but there you go. Uh, that's that's my, yeah, that's my freaking two cents. Uh, so uh, anything else you guys want to talk about? Or does that wrap it up for us? Oh, Lego Batman comes out on Friday. Go watch it. Oh, it does. And so does uh, that other movie that I really want to see, but apparently not that much because I can't remember the name. There you go. Uh, Name some other movies coming out this weekend. Uh, Fifty Shades Darker. No, is it really? No, that's next weekend. (laughs) (laughs) No, I think it's just Friday. You want to go see that together? No. Ah, there's something coming out, and now I'm going to cry. Rotten Tomatoes. Come on, come on, Marty. Bum, bum, but on John Wick. I'm slowly. John Wick 2. Thank there you go. Oh my god. John Wick yes. 2 is John Wick 2? Yes. John Wick 2 has a 95% yes. of Rotten Tomatoes. The it's Lego Batman crazy. movie has 98. Oh, I can tell you. I can tell you right now. I can tell you right now. There's no universe in which a movie about Legos is better than John Wick. Um, it's Batman. It is if it's Lego Batman. So shut your mouth. So, no, no. Shut your mouth. No, no. Because let me tell you. John, my level of excitement for John Wick Two is like the same as my level of excitement for Stranger Things Two. Like I am. I've never so, seen John Wick. Get one. out of here! Really? I am yeah. so ready for John Wick, Chris, dude. John Wick One is amazing. I've never it seen is it. Actually, amazing. Think Maybe like I'll watch it think tomorrow. like think like the Matrix One. Yeah. Oh. Okay. And then amp movie. up the action to like freaking like you know how you know how in that movie their amps go to eleven. Yeah. In this movie, the action goes to like freaking eighteen. Like it's absurd. <laughs> it's you have to if you like action movies, watch the f out of John Wick. Like just do for it. For those who don't know, he's referring to the movie This Is Spinal Tap. Some, yes, some knowledge for you. Yeah. Uh, so yes, I am incredibly excited about John Wick Two. I will definitely be watching that. Marty, are you watching that on day one or or on uh, opening no, weekend? I'm gonna see. I'm gonna see Fifty Shades Darker uh, instead. Okay. So. Okay. Okay. But and then maybe I'll see John Wick. I mean, wait, are you serious? I mean, there is. No, I'm not. Serious. Okay, good. Oh my god, <laughs> there is there is a helicopter and a bunch of fighting apparently in Fifty Shades Darker. But have you guys seen the trailer for oh, that? Nice, nice. Fifty Shades Darker. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't, like, I don't even know what's out, going and it's on like, in that movie. It's like a romantic movie, and then like apparently it shows it like turns into a freaking action movie where they're fighting like the army or like some special forces unit or something. It's like, what the hell is what? happening in this movie? I thought this was a movie <laughs> I mean, about sex. fan fiction. So, yeah. I mean, what? Anyway, go watch the trailer for Fifty Shades Darker and, like, know that this is, like, a steamy romance novel. And, like, apparently there's just a bunch of crazy stuff that starts happening. It goes off the rails immediately. It's like this freaking show. (laughs) (laughs) It's crazy. Nice. We should probably watch it then. Learn a thing or two about uh, Tangent. Yeah, just go watch watch the freaking trailer of that movie and just, like, try to figure out what the heck is going on. (laughs) Anyway. uh, That's it, I assume? That's it. No more things? Okay, well... 
thank you very much for joining us for episode 32 of The Platformers. You can reach out and talk to each of us on Twitter. My Twitter handle is at Ribnax, R-I-B-N-A-X. I'm at Shrives93, S-H-R-I-V-E-S-9-3. I am uh, at D-A-T Kenny. Kenny. That's a, a Kenny. Word. Kenny. That's ew. K-N-E-W. Kenny. Kenny. Ew. Yeah. So I think me and me and Chris both had strokes. Um, I smelt burnt Dear toast, Lord. and my left arm went numb. How about you, Chris? Um, I had a brain fart, and I was like, "Oh my nice. god, how do I spell my last name?" <laughs> wow. <laughs> I thought you were pausing for. Dr- I gave you both credit for pausing for. There was like a pregnant effect, and misspelling something for comedic. <laughs> What's funny no, is like there was I'm, a pregnant pause that was long enough that I waited and I looked up, and Brian had just looked up at me, and I was like. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) oh man wow so i guess i just gave you guys credit for having like on point comedic chops oh no i'll take it okay well uh if you like the mess that we are corporately uh you can talk to us at platformers pod on twitter um, check me out when I'm streaming at twitch.tv slash the platformers podcast. Search for the platformers on YouTube. Review us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and uh, help us find more people so that we can be in as many ear holes as possible. Just uh, speaking these sweet nothings and really talking about winking and all sorts of things like that. Share your favorite moments with the show uh, with your friends uh, because what the heck? It's fun to share funny things with people. And. Uh, So I hope that you all have had a wonderful time listening to the show. We love making it for you. And uh, I hope that you have a wonderful week. And until next time, um, go hang out in the Upside Down and figure out what the heck's going on down there. Yeah, let us know what the giant... But uh, be safe. (laughs) Be safe. Be safe, guys. Take friends. Don't go alone. Upside Down is a dangerous place. And until next time, we are out. (laughs) 